so I know it's been like a week past, but a bunch of things happened this past weekend, and I don't know, like I feel like talking about them right about now. So like uh, at the top of most Kenyans lists, there was the WRC, which happened in Kenya for the first time in a bunch of years, to be very honest. And, you know, people turned up, you know, people went for the WRC, or at least that's what we think, because when most of them came back, they had made more mistakes than memories. And to be quite honest, if you ask even 90% of them who the hell Sebastian Ogier is, they're gonna say that he was that Kajama that was Nining when we were Nining. And to be completely honest, I really don't know how to feel about it. Although, Kenyan events aside, there was the BET Awards that actually did happen. And I'd probably say that it was interesting if I watched it. But probably, maybe I'll go and I'll watch it and then I'll bring, you know, some feedback on it. But I'm expecting it to kind of be like more or less the same thing. You know, a bunch of performances. Uh, It's going to be like the Black World Cup. But the one thing that I am definitely sure of is that people came out and they made sure they dressed up. And, you know, those drip involved. Cardi B showed that she was pregnant and Lil Nas X decided to look like a Birkin. And to be honest, I really don't feel his vibe. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't have anything against him or his sexuality. You know, people usually like to bring the whole thing of, oh, you guys usually have a problem with him because he's like the top most successful gay hip-hop artist that exists, blah, blah, blah. And yes, I get it. Like, that can be that. But honestly, I wouldn't really give a damn. Because honestly, for me, as long as the music is good, I don't really care. Like, I listen to Troy Sivan from time to time, and he's gay. But it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, no, you know what? I'm not going to listen to him anymore because he screws niggas. Like, no, it it goes beyond that. Because my issue isn't his music. It's the fact that he's doing so much clout chasing and relevance chasing right now. And it's not even necessary. Like... I can get those, the whole satanic song and shit, and, you know, everyone lost their heads about it. And frankly, I couldn't even be bothered to watch it, you know, probably because I'm not a fan of horror and shit. But I looked at his Birkin-looking dress, and to be very honest, like, I was looking at him and I was thinking about how Kikuyu moms usually, like, would, you know, put clothing on, like, every single appliance in the house back in the day. Like, I'm thinking about how... Like, back in the day, there was those American teen movies where they always had that multicolored speaker in their room. And Lil Nas X looked like that, but, you know, he was like the black antenna right there. Like, that's what was popping in my head. And I can get how him, you know, presenting that whole flashy look works to his advantage in terms of relevance and clout. But it feels a little stretched. Like, I feel like him and Lizzo are in, like, the same exact bubble where it's like... They feel like they're the promoters of a certain agenda, which they don't even need to be doing that much for. And it's kind of taken up the entire identity. Because when you look at Lizzo right now, it's not like what you see is her music. What you see is the body positivity movement and her doing mostly outrageous shit on her IG page. Like, that's all that I ever really see and know about Lizzo. Besides, you know, the one, two songs that became popular. Then... You look at Lil Nas X, yes, there was Old Town Road, and, you know, we all kind of gave him respect for, you know, doing his shit and, you know, coming out and everything. But this guy is acting as though he's the only gay artist that we have. As if we don't have pop stars and R&B artists that are also gay, but, you know, they act, you know, normally. Like, they're not trying to pull outrageous shit all the time. 
Although then again, maybe I'm the one who doesn't understand how gay people work. Maybe I don't. You know, maybe there's different factions of them. But then again, we do have a podcast to start, which we probably should because I have taken up quite a bit of time. So in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who does not seem to understand the rainbow movement, even though we just got out of Pride Month. He is a man who once believed that MILF was a combination of milk and beef. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is to eat, street the show, we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, because this show is based off of the opinions and the feelings of other people besides myself, I usually like to open it up to the people. And because I want you to push the tweets to me, I usually give you a very simple drill on how to do it, you know, regardless of whether you're on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. And, you know, it's 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 a very simple drill. Almost sounds like a song. Probably should have replaced Baby Shark. And it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, where I usually go and check them and, you know, I will take it and I will handle it accordingly. If it's one of those tweets that happened to have been screenshotted, happened to have been screen grabbed and was posted up on Facebook or Instagram, the place to send it to is at Breaktime on Westside, on Facebook and on Instagram, and I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. Now, I want us to get into the tweets real quick, but before I do, there's this one video that I feel like we just have to listen to. Because I feel as though, you know, this is proof that humanity is slowly crumbling, but I might also be wrong about it because I, at the same time, I have another conflicting thought about it. But then again, I think it's also for you to decide. So let me play the clip and then we can discuss it from there because I have very interesting thoughts on it. So here it is had a guy get me a Benz before and put me in a loft space and, you know, set my whole life up differently than what it was normally. And I feel like if you brought me to like this level and then we didn't work out, but we're still friends, you know, we don't, we didn't have beef and no one cheated. It was just, didn't work out. Um, but I still, ex- I, I wasn't going to move from my space because it didn't work out. I wasn't going to give him back my car because I'm not going to downgrade my lifestyle because me and you are no longer together. And I just feel like if you put me in this space and that was under your budget then what's the difference now you know what i mean you were my girlfriend i was fucking you yeah but i just i was fucking i you. just feel, yeah but i personally feel like no i'm not yeah, moving but see <laughs> but see what he did was this though he gave you the upgrade but part of that upgrade is because you're with me yeah you understand so so let me just go though so we didn't work out me and you dating you feel me so i'm supposed to keep paying your loft and keep paying your bins now i get it you're a true boss if you do that and that's the the vibe we're getting, but Jazz, no, it's just I'm not moving, and you, you're gonna have to if deal you with it. Either way, you have to pay stay with, with me. If not, go see what's out oh, there. Oh, so then that, so then if that's the case, so yeah. you want me to stay with you for these items and use you, basically? Not for them. If you but wanna you, live like this, it comes with being with me. Okay, so, so then, so then you would prefer a woman to just stay with you for her items and her lifestyle. My lifestyle is now contingent. My current new lifestyle that you upgraded me to is now contingent on me being in a relationship with you, and that's the only way I can have it in this moment. Then what then stops should, me from just staying with then, you Jazz, for that? Then Jazz, 
You want him to keep your lifestyle up, keep paying your bills, keep you on that same upgraded level. No, you were dating a man that had money, so dating him came with a lifestyle. But if we're not working and our love is dead, I don't owe you to keep paying your, your car note and You're your mortgage. Entitled. I'm not entitled to. Now, if I'm that rich, then okay. But realistically, though. that isn't really my job. You should find you an, a man like me and upgrade to him and, and keep your but lifestyle. But that takes, that takes time. So I just feel like if someone had me on a certain pedestal, you're not just because I we no longer working, you're not just going to rip the pedestal from me. Like, or I'm going to feel a type of way and just as petty and ruin them things. I'm going to ruin so, the car. I'm going to trash the house. Sponsor you. Sponsor you make, until you move on. Not until I move on, but give me, you until know, until I need more time. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to have to cut out a certain chunk of this, you know, because it's around 2 minutes 17 or some shit. But, ah. Y'all kind of already know how I'd react to this. Like, I feel as though enough people have kind of given backlash and talked about how stupid this woman who's busy talking about, oh, you know, he needs to sustain me up until I get the next man, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel as though there's enough people on the internet that have bashed her for this. And I think that's kind of where my whole thought of if this is where humanity is going, then, you know, things are getting very shitty. But I thought about it not too long after I first watched this video and I listened to what she said and I have a very different outlook on what's been said here because usually I'd come out bashing usually I'd come out to make fun or you know to talk about how daft this woman is and I feel as though there's enough people who've done that online so I'm just gonna come out and say that I don't think that she actually said this and she actually meant it I feel as though this was either scripted or stage managed so that you know you could have this whole thing trending because this is actually something that you get to notice with a lot of content nowadays that speaks towards relationships people now realized that if you want to trend go say something outrageous preferably about the opposite sex and you know you can you, you can make shit make waves because you know kevin samuels has done it uh, but his is usually real blue therapy. I know is usually scripted, you know, even the therapist herself is an actor So when I kind of listen to this again, it it just sounds like it was something that was scripted So that it can sound outrageous enough so that people can lose their shits because ideally that's all you need to do Because if you're a guy and you want to start trending for you know roughly the same reasons within the same topic All you have to do is come out and say something outrageous against women or against men so say for example you know uh men should never pay for shit uh our nut is precious so frankly women should probably pay for that shit or you know probably even be the ones to buy the condoms guys shouldn't be doing nothing you know go see something outrageous and you know have a bunch of people back you on it and then you know make sure it goes to like some of the bigger ig pages like hood ratchet tv and world star hip-hop and shit you know maybe even spiritual word and then you know it'll blow up and unfortunately, because of such content, you find people's IQs are going to go lower and lower and people are going to become a lot less logical. And, you know, that's a very unfortunate thing because I think I'm willing to give this woman a little bit more credit on her IQ than probably most will and say that this has been stage managed. This has been scripted. She probably doesn't think this way and she's not that daft. And I'll just kind of leave it at that because I feel as though we have too much scripted content that's just there to make us talk about shit. And most of that talking is probably going to be a debate. But anyways, that being put aside, let's move it on to the tweets. So on to the first tweet. 
Does the word simp apply when it's your girlfriend? Hmm. Very interesting question, actually. Um, when I kind of try to think about it, it may or may not, but it's very dependent on what your idea of simping is. Because most people will think that, you know, anything good that you do for the opposite sex and, you know, you're not getting anything in return is probably classified as simping. But then again, you know, there's people that have a little bit more crude ideas and others have a little bit more specific ideas on what simping is. And to be very honest, it probably shouldn't, but it still does. Although before I get into how it does, let me just say for the record that treating your significant other, treating your quote-unquote better half is actually a good thing. Please do that and do that, you know, with all of your heart. Don't think about, oh, simping this, simping that. Yes, guys like me will probably talk about you if and when the relationship ends. But then again, you know, it's kind of the same way, you know, baby daddies have it rough. You know, when they're asking the woman to abort and, you know, they're told they're not supposed to have an opinion. And, you know, when the baby comes and they're saying that they shouldn't pay child support for a baby that they didn't consent to. Like, you have it bad both ways. So, either way, you just do you. And make sure you treat Bay as well as you feel is necessary. Because, you know, as some youngins, you know, decided to kind of abbreviate Bay, you know, it's it's before anyone or anything else. So you might as well go and treat her or treat him as well as you feel that they should be treated. But with that kind of set in place, the whole idea of simping kind of comes in when the relationship starts to feel a little bit more one-sided than the other. You know, when one person seems to be getting more out of the relationship than the other, when the relationship has one person more than the other. In that, when you start to personally feel like your partner is putting in like zero effort and you feel like you're putting in everything, then maybe now you start to question whether you are simping in that relationship or not. Because ideally, simping is almost like giving yourself up to slavery on a willing level or begging to be loved in a sense because you're giving as much of yourself as can be to somebody who doesn't give a shit and it's almost like they're doing it out of pity so yes such situations do happen and because of that i can say that simping does happen in relationships but while that does tend to happen and i will frown upon it i honestly do not frown upon you treating your babe out or you treating your guy out in as many nice ways as you can just remember that after that relationship ends if you're giving way more than you are getting guys like me will still come back to make the noise but anyways that being said, let's move it on to our next tweet. Crazy how men can hold back tears for a lifetime but come in 30 seconds. Alright, first of all, uh, we stopped coming in 30 seconds. We've actually improved by roughly about 50%. So, you know, nowadays we do a little over 45 seconds. So, in as much as some of y'all might continue to talk shit about how guys barely last, we're getting a lot closer to gone in 60 seconds than to 30 seconds to Mars. So in a sense, I think we do deserve a little bit of credit in that. And yes, we are making improvements. So hopefully we should be able to, you know, get, you know, more and more lasting times. But that aside, uh, how is it that we can hold back tears for a lifetime, but not so quickly? Uh, the simplest answer that I can give you is it's easier for me to share my pleasures than it is for me to share my pain. Because... Whenever we go through pain, it's not like we go out to publicize it to the world. It's not like you go and you talk about the money problems you have. It's not like you go and talk about your health issues to everyone. 
but you know when it comes to delivering a nut it's simple you know you go you lay that pipe you probably won't be thinking of much else you know just provided that you know you're not somebody that nuts in you know less than 30 seconds because we know that there are some of you men that are out there you know 11 stroke men but even then it's not like you'll have that much on your mind so in a sense it's almost like a good relaxation phase while you know if we're busy worrying about our issues it's not like it's usually just one it usually just piles onto another and another and another then all of a sudden you have problems not a problem it just becomes problems but i get it you know it's it's probably meant to be a joke and i'm probably stretching this and making it all philosophical but guess what i'm gonna continue because here's how i look at it for us guys we probably wouldn't mind nothing because to some degree it makes women happy but when it comes to crying it's not like it makes a lot of women happy to see us cry sometimes they look at us and they think of us as weaklings plus also it kind of feels a little bit worse to cry than it does to nut so in a sense i'd probably still go for the nutting part if it's crying i can probably go and cry in some dark corner somewhere especially since crying isn't exactly gonna give me a front row look at good booty like when you're nutting you know there's a pretty good chance that you're gonna hit a dog and you're gonna get a front row seat and a nice booty bouncing and crying isn't gonna give you that so i'd rather go for the booty than you know go for the tears in the dark corner so that being said i think i have proven the point so let us move it on to our final tweet of this episode Am I the asshole for inviting my girlfriend on an expensive vacation and expecting her to pay all of her share? P.S. I make a lot more than her. Ooh, okay. Uh, to kind of give a bit more context to this tweet, uh, it came from the Am I the Asshole Reddit Twitter page. And there's a pretty long story on it. So to kind of summarize it, this guy makes roughly a little bit more than three times what his girlfriend makes. And his family was going on vacation and, you know, he told his babe to tag along. And, you know, he went, he did the itinerary. He went, he brought up the budget for everything. And apparently, because him and his girlfriend have always agreed to split things 50-50. And, you know, everyone handles their own costs. You know, he still carried her. But while they were busy going to expensive locations, expensive restaurants, she wasn't going to all of them she was doing two meals instead of three she wasn't going to every single one of the places that they had planned on going and you know at some point when he was asking her if everything's wrong she was saying that you know what i don't want to eat a lot because you know it's not feasible for me it's not something that i really want to do and it's okay even though he had her stomach growl and now the question is is he the asshole and to this i think it's a very clear yes like just trust me on this one i actually read this and i was so ready to go on the defensive for guys but honestly after kind of reading this babe situation like i kind of feel for her because genuinely that does seem like a bit of an asshole move and yes i'm the same person that's come out multiple times to say that shorties need to stop paying for their own bills like ladies do genuinely need to pay for their own shit and i do still stand by that but I'm also the same person that usually talks about the concept of adding to. And yes, I know if the genders were, you know, switched and it was the babe making more and the guy is kind of missing out like this, then I probably wouldn't have called her the asshole for this. And yes, that's a double standard. But then again, you know, this is this is a situation where like as a man, you kind of need to learn to control your environment and shit because 
like if it was the case where the babe was making more i'd be blaming the guy for not planning himself well now for the babe i probably want to be on her side because one she was tagging along on like a family vacation and i feel as though this guy should have at least tried to sort her out on some of the bills yes he's making a lot and that isn't supposed to mean much because they're both making money but if they're going to all of these places then i feel as though if you're going to experience something with your better half you should probably experience it to the fullest extent and you know kind of help each other out when you're down and that's regardless of gender so if it was the babe who was the one who was making more money i'd also kind of expect her to kind of chip in so that the boyfriend can also kind of gain and you know they can go and have these experiences and have them shared together you know instead of just having somebody that you went on a trip with and you're just leaving them in the hotel room or you know you're leaving them to quote unquote take long walks you know as a substitute for not having the cash uh, because I feel as though there's no use in calling somebody your better half and there's no use in calling somebody your significant other if you can't give them the importance and the significance that would come with those titles. Like, if you are going to treat her like your better half, then you know, treat it the same way you treat yourself. It's not like you'd leave yourself in the hotel room, you know, when you have the means to kind of go out and experience certain things. And to counter the whole double standard talk that was coming in at the beginning, the main reason why the guy should have helped out is because, you know, there's usually this thing that a lot of guys say, which, you know, uh, comes out for men, which is a three P's, uh, provide, protect and penetrate. And, you know, the man's wasn't doing much in the whole provide part. Yes, he provided the itinerary, but I feel as though he probably could have done a little bit more for his babe. But besides that, the thing that actually cements his place as an asshole is that he went on a family vacation with his girlfriend and in a sense kind of treated her as an afterthought because i don't know maybe families are different actually all families are different but personally speaking i don't think i'd go for a trip with a fam and you know i leave my brother out when us guys are going to check out historical sites or some shit probably because he doesn't have money if i have the money i'll pay for him and that same treatment is the same treatment that I'd give my woman. Because if I want you to be my girlfriend, if I want you to be my better half, if I want you to potentially be a part of my family and, you know, help me start a family, as, you know, the likes of P. Diddy would probably say, I would want you to receive the same level of importance, the same level of priority as the rest of my family. You may not be blood, but you are family or at least you are potential family. So you'd probably get that same, you know, kind of treatment. But if you start treating your babe like an afterthought in that you're letting her go, you know, she probably doesn't have enough guap for shit and you're just leaving her and you're watching her, you know, not have as many meals. Then honestly, at that point, it's probably you either A, don't like her that much or B, are in a situation where she doesn't really deserve you because you're not treating her as well as she should be treated as your better half. Although then again, I might be wrong for this and this shit might end up coming back to bite me in the ass because I usually speak out for the guys and I might be wrong here. So I want to know your thoughts on this. On Twitter, you can slide into the DMs of D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle. Leave your thoughts, comments and feedback there. On Facebook and Instagram, it is at Breaktime on West Side. Thank you very much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening on CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break.